0: Hello, welcome back to TVI. Carl Donnelly here.
1: Julian Dean here with a husky voice. <laughs> he it he went
0: right up in the mic and went all husky. <laughs> um, welcome back. Uh, this is, I believe, episode ninety-eight. I think I said ninety-eight, 98 for last right? week's episode, and then it was actually ninety-seven. So I, sorry, just count
1: down to, to our big episode hundred
0: and ten. That's the big one.
1: <laughs>
0: um. So anyway, this it's a really fun episode. This we were joined by, um, he's a newer comedian, David Eagle, and uh, it's very funny. Um, it was. He's yeah, a good guy, isn't he? He's a very good I'd guy. i have
1: never, never met him before this.
0: I've never physically met him. I've just um, I was. Just I emailed did, him. <laughs> I've just stalked him online. I've watched some of his videos and stuff. He's very funny. Yeah, he's um, good. And yeah, we have a right old laugh. And uh, you, will I think, will enjoy it. We should thank all our patrons who've signed up at patreon.com forward slash we are TVI for thank extra bits. for bit. the influx. Yeah, it's thanks nice, for the support it? for being part of the community. Uh, we do extra little catch-up episodes, just the two of us on Patreon. Um, and we do monthly get-togethers on Zoom with patrons. You don't have to come if you're a patron. It's not like it's not a rule. It's actually, a requirement. it's just it's actually a quite a those nice who don't little come just get named
1: and shamed. <laughs>
0: we read off the list. Um so that's it. No other business. Kick back.
1: Relax. And
0: enjoy us talking to David Eagle. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Right.
0: To the <laughs> right, bro. Hello, welcome back to TVI, Carl Donnelly here.
1: And Julian Dean here, how are you doing?
0: Good, thank you. Um, we're joined... I always ask
1: the question in the wrong places. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, we're joined, um, as we near episode 100, we're getting there, um, we're joined by um, guest David Eagle. Hello David.
2: Hello, I didn't know when to come in. We said we're recording the introduction and listeners wouldn't have got this, but you did a big countdown: 5, 4, 3, yeah, 2, 1. Intro, I didn't <laughs> know if there was some us. sort of bombastic. do because you the magic. Professionals,
1: then, David. Um, and
2: then you went 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And it was absolutely really dramatic. And then you went, hello. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, sometimes uh, I think um, our intros aren't upbeat enough. I feel like we're a bit too
1: relaxed. Yes. So. we're just like all right like we just woke up right. yeah
0: i mean yeah. i have I, do you know the, what normally I mean, it's sunday the build-up
2: to the intro was uh, was a lot more dramatic than the intro itself
0: yes but normally what happens is when we do morning <laughs> records julian has just woken up and because i've got a seven-month-old baby i've been up since you know for about 12 hours <laughs> um, but today i've had a weird one today i had the weirdest night's sleep I woke up, um, we went to bed, I went to bed at um, 10.30pm last night and uh, woke up at 2, the baby was um, unsettled, tried to settle her, then I went, I couldn't get back to sleep, from 2 in the morning, I was awake from 2am until 6.30 this morning, just up, for the chunk of the night, so I then went back to bed, and I've only just got up, so for the first time ever I... I've literally just rolled out of bed to do a podcast. So
1: you know what's good if you wake up in the night? What I find, carbs. Eat carbs. For some reason, they help you sleep. Really? I don't know why. It might just be me. It might just be emotionally comforting <laughs> sounds to like me. A bear
0: would do. Just get up and eat, and then go back <laughs> to sleep. Um, but anyway, David Eagle, Nick well, a have talk Nick us basket. through talk us through your sleep pattern. This <laughs> is let's start this today's episode. How do you sleep?
2: Sleep well, mate. How do I sleep? How, how, how do I sleep with everything that I should be uh, concerned about? Um, I don't. I, I, I'm very erratic with my sleep. Not erotic yeah. with my sleep, but very, very erratic. <laughs> I just very, I find erratic. It very... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The wanking helps me get to sleep. I like. <laughs> that and the bread. Uh, <laughs> that and wanking, wanking, with one hand, eating, eating a bowl of pasta with the other, and, and that tends to do the trick.
1: Get some good uh, zeds uh, mate.
2: I struggle. Well, I, I, yeah, because it's base spaghetti. I'm eating, um, but uh, it, it's one of the knockoff ones. I just get the Z. It's great. It's great if you want to play the, uh, the spaghetti uh, Scrabble game. But um, it's it's really. I just can't sleep at all. I, I struggle um, to get to sleep uh, just because I think it's the adrenaline from doing gigs. I don't know if you find this, but when when we were able to do yeah. gigs, you know, you uh, you get your adrenaline build up from about let's say eight o'clock, and then it yeah. takes yeah. ages for that to wear off. So I just sort of struggle to get to sleep till about two or three o'clock normally
0: is that um how long have you been in you so you're, you're relatively new compared to us at comedy um like how many how long in are you to gig in yeah how, how many months how, well, how many years uh, is it a couple two,
2: well it's april two. april two. april 2018 when i started Bloody but ass. before that i was i was in a band i was in a band anyway so we were always gigging so i've been gigging right. since like 2007 or whatever so you know, okay. I've, I've always had that kind of adrenaline for the last 15 years or whatever. And what did well, you do in the, the last, band? Yeah, um, well, we were, I mean, it's a folk band. So we, uh, I, I sing. Uh, the reason I got into stand-up as well is because there's stories attached to all the songs and you, you see you just like talking a lot between the songs and that kind of thing. It's not like, you know, like a concert where you just go one, two, three, four and you just start the next song. And it's one, two, three, four and you're into the next one. You, you're sort of expected in the folk world to yeah. talk about, the songs and also have some sort of what they could say pattern or whatever so have something to talk about so that's for yeah, I don't know, you funny just sort of
0: that. it's not it's something uh, i think billy yeah. connolly kind of did didn't he? yeah yeah people don't really think yeah I, I, I think um i like folk music uh one of my favorite musicians is um a guy called martin simpson who's a folk musician yeah yeah. one of, yeah. One of, one oh, of look, the great
2: simpson lives more or less around the corner does he? <laughs> oh my God! See, yeah, I love yeah. him. I think he's she brilliant. Me to open like... the
0: window. I'll shout. I'll... <laughs> yeah. Can you get? Him? Can you get him? Give him a knock. Yeah. Um, but it's... <laughs> His storytelling. I've seen him live and that. And yeah, he's just such a good. Uh, he's. It's not like watching a normal, mm. you know, your average band where it's sort of it almost they they prefer to be quite aloof yeah. and. You know, it's about they're cool, they're the musician, Whereas the folk musicians feel much more like they're just a, a person up there having a chat, and then now and again they'll sing a song for you. So, is the like chat
1: that? between songs yeah. like more f- on folk music than other music? Well, I isn't think it? So, folk music it's more intimate more.
0: Tends to be, and also uh, the songs, folk yeah. music as a as a genre is you know is very sort of steeped in storytelling. The songs are storytelling. Normally, Bob Dylan's aren't they?
1: basically folk music, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, definitely. He was um, good, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, but the irony <laughs> I, is, Bob Dylan doesn't talk. I think even he'll talk. do well. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Dylan, he's, he's very shy. Bob Dylan is the opposite. He just he has his back to the audience. He's a bit uh, I saw misery, him in uh,
1: Finsbury Park once, and um, Robbie, uh, what's his name, Ronnie Wood was on stage with him. Yeah. And the sound was awful, to be honest. But like <laughs> he did that, he was at his keyboard, and but um, Ronnie Wood got him to talk, and you could tell he was so reluctant. But Ronnie. Ro- he basically dragged him to the microphone, and he said a few words.
0: Did you ever listen to Bob Dylan's Radio Two show? I didn't know. All oh, right, it was fucking. Oh yeah, no, that was
2: great, wasn't it? Was it was brilliant
0: because it was sounded like the ramblings of a madman. <laughs> like he'd basically tell like a very long-winded yeah, yeah. like story that sounded like you go, "I remember the term," and he'd tell this like three-minute story about him getting stuck in a fucking bathroom on tour in like some Minnesota sometime back in the 70s and on like, anywhere and man, you, now it's and this and you is quickly realize why he
1: why he doesn't talk yeah yeah it's basically it's because he's just
0: he's <laughs> a bit eccentric and a bit crazy really So that's what he, it was a brilliant radio show cuz it sounded a bit like a sort of a spoof radio show if but I I I used to love it it was a wicked like driving back from a gig uh, backdrop you know what I mean but um so yeah, so you were fo- you were doing folk music, um, and oh hang on, I think David's frozen now. Hold on, um, the
1: video's frozen, mm. David. The video's oh, it's frozen. Okay. Oh, but the, the audio's, right? audio's yeah. right? unless you're just
0: standing really still.
1: Hang on, case... just... unless you're playing. Um, I'm going to
0: come back. Gonna... There you go.
2: There we go. Should we? Um, um, I, um, know, we can no, probably I, talk... I, I What I've done, it's very. It's very exciting what I've done. I've moved from Wi-Fi to 4G because I think it's probably more reliable on this. Ah, uh, okay, cool. On You've the call because sim- it kept on dropping out. So we're now. Uh...
0: You've got a similar problem to Julian. I'm
2: still on dial-up because right. I'm not actually travelling anywhere.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I've, I've not noticed that anywhere, actually. You know? I've got. Um, I get something mental like 60 gigs of data with my phone contract, and yeah. uh, I looked on my EE app. I think it was last month. I wanted to check a bill, and uh, and it said I still had something like 59 uh gigs of data from the month and it was like late in the month and it's just because i've not fucking left the house do you know what i mean so it's yeah um we, we, we can probably just mention the fact that um because but when i joined the zoom i was a bit late um you were trying to work out the camera situation because our video goes on patreon and uh i was giving was, you
1: some brilliant directions, yeah. directions because Put we haven't face. mentioned it but
0: obviously you are you are one of the uk's um I was going to say small number. I, I, I think that's a right. That's an accurate. Yeah, <laughs> like nuts. I only uh, know. I only
1: know one other
0: of uh, blind absolutely. comedians. Yeah.
2: Oh, um, who who else do you know, Julian?
0: Chris, Chris McCausland. McCausland.
2: There's Chris. There's uh, a yeah. uh, Jamie... No, oh, the Scottish comedian.
0: I mean, if you don't know his name, <laughs> we're all in trouble. <laughs> there's right, three right of you. Right. I, I
1: assume What's you all meet up and stuff.
0: <laughs> or WhatsApp group. No, but there's, it's, a, um,
2: there's a Scottish comedian who did like... Um, do you remember there was some oh, there was course like there nationwide advert.
0: He's great. I gigged I with him at Jeremy, the Glasgow stand.
2: What's his surname?
0: Yeah. It's really funny.
2: <laughs>
0: this is a great uh, game. I know. <laughs> I, I need to check now. Oh, uh, yeah. It was, um, in fact,
2: you wanted to get him on, but uh, you couldn't remember his
1: name. <laughs> so what's the other? We we'll get the other one, yeah. <laughs> was busy, Christmas so, so man, good to famous. see
0: you, man. <laughs> um I once did a, I once did, um, outside the box in Kingston with Chris McCallum, and this is the thing. So I think it's that thing of uh, when you sometimes are thoughtless with your words. But I was, uh, I was on before Chris, and basically, it was a weird night where they sort of had a different tech uh, running the show. And Math, who runs it, wasn't normally runs it. It wasn't there, and um, that they turned the lighting up really bright, so actually it was very hot on stage. And and basically, yeah. I, Chris, I came off stage having had quite a nice gig, and Chris was backstage on a little side bag. netting thing. And he, he um, Chris said to me, "How is it?" And I said, "Oh, actually, no, they're really nice." I said, "But watch out, the lights really bright." <laughs> and I said it. I totally said it. Unthinking. What it was, I was saying what I would have said to any single comedian. I came off. That was the only critique I had of the gig. And I said it to Chris, and he just went, oh cheers for that, mate. (laughs) Really helped me (laughs) out."
1: (laughs) I've done that before. I was in a car with him, and he said, "What's the time?" And I just pointed at the clock. (laughs) Fucking hell! Also, once I met, I met Chris at North Greenwich. I was driving to a gig, and um. And it, like the guy who works at the undergrounds, obviously, holding like guiding Chris a little bit. And then I met Chris and I held his hand Ooh. and we walked along, but I'm holding his hand. And then we got, and I look around and he's really red. Yeah, and He was yeah, like, yeah. Just, well, just put your hand on my shoulders, fine. <laughs> I was walking along like a cunt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Put some classical music over the top of that. That's wonderful for the day, really.
1: Very nice. Should have said no, this is a date, Chris, be, not a, The listeners not a will be wanking night. over their
2: pastor.
0: To that <laughs> um so yeah, so, well, yeah, so, was, just, so why I, um, if the patrons are watching and wondering. Um, Why there was some camera setups going on? Yeah. Um, Well, what I love
2: about this is is the fact that because I'm not really that well known on the comedy scene, so what we've essentially done. Not yet, like not before this. We've just started talking about the other blind comedian who's yeah, more yeah. famous and sharing
1: anecdotes <laughs> about him. But, yeah, we're trying, but yeah that's he's our favourite blind comedian. The idea is yeah, that exactly. we're going
0: gonna to boost you above. It's, we're going to we're going to pitch you against Chris. Yeah. No, we don't. It's um. But so yes, yeah, so you, um, are you Are you? Do
1: you mind? Are, That'd are you be mind... a great boxing charity boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> just
2: there's two of us just air punching.
1: <laughs> um. What's your?
0: Do you mind? Talk, do you, briefly talking about no. it like, were you but were you no, born blind or is it so because obviously chris chris's was, chris was um i assume you didn't go was.
1: blind today or you wouldn't um <laughs> did you go
0: blind you be as of, jovial when, when julian the, appeared on the zoom you just went blind
1: it's
2: all it's all the ranking um <laughs> that it's not must just
0: be, an old that's a. I mean, that old sort of stereotype of too much of it does make you must i mean that must be a oh. running joke in the sort of uh you Know yeah, from you just... family and friends to you, I reckon.
2: <laughs> maybe not family, but just, just
0: the, the grandparents in the Christmas card. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, I told um, you, happy Christmas. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. I've, I was gonna say, I have one of us, but uh, maybe not. Um, the uh, I know, I here we go, let the comedy begin. I had ca- cancer when I was six months old. Six months? Uh, wow. Six months old, which actually is... You're a smoker. Sp- <laughs> 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 well, I mean... Are you, get, is it, are you trying to shut me up again? Uh, <laughs> 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 but, um, I yes, I had cancer when I was six months. But in some ways, I was going to say it's the perfect time to have cancer. But obviously going- <laughs> what I mean is... I didn't remember, I don't remember anything. Yeah, you know, yeah, me, yeah. It's the me. perfect time. I'm not suggesting, you know, it's not a recommendation. <laughs> Anyone who's going through it. Going through it a bit what repeatedly. I suggest
1: you do? <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> Get it out of the way with. But, um, so I don't remember anything, obviously, about it. So, but yeah, essentially I was sort of given those, like, minutes before they would sort of give up on me in a way, you know, because yeah, it was yeah. looking oh. like, um, but... Uh, Fortunately, you know, the, the comedy world is, I'm oh not sorry, I'm thinking of uh, Chris, um, yeah, the comedy world's not been coming drop in a dent, but, uh, Do you often um, get yourself
1: and Chris mixed up? Yeah.
2: Yeah, sometimes I just pretend to be him. I just put on a Liverpool accent or whatever and, uh, you know, I just take some of the middle rate bookings that he won't have. <laughs> I did actually, you know, there's the, um, the 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 program for blind people called Radio. Uh, of called Radio Four. Uh, it's <laughs> called the Radio. It's a medium for blind people. <laughs> you know, there's that, that TV thing. It's called. It's radio. called <laughs> noise. I think that we do that for. Uh, <laughs> um, it's called. Uh, it's called um, in touch, and it's like 20 minutes about blind people. I don't really listen to, it, but uh, I was. Uh, asked to go on there to talk about comedy and being a blind comedian. Yeah. And I said, "Oh, um do you know there's uh, Chris McCalson who's doing, you know, a lot better than than me." And they went, "Oh yeah, we asked him, but he was too busy." <laughs> <laughs> so um,
0: that must be the frustrating thing I suppose. Is there, you know, there is that, you know, it, I think that's always been the case in especially in PR to, like circles of comedy is like Oh, we need a, and then it's like I'll oh, get the get the 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 blind comedian, deaf comedian, it's always a bit like it does feel a bit reductive at times the way they sort of it's described by elements of the industry, I think.
2: Yeah, but they they do call this it with you, Carl. Is it?
1: Let's get that heartless bastard ableist <laughs> comedian who just takes the piss out of the
2: disabled. <laughs> <house before laughs>
0: Let's
1: get that disabled-hating <laughs> comic. <laughs> <laughs> Donnelly's I mean, really the only one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine that was my, uh, my diaries attempt, filled up. You
0: know, sort of, You know, some comedians of our uh, persuasion. You know, the uh, the able-bodied, white, heterosexual yeah. white white comedians who are currently sort of. You know, there's some that I've gone a bit. Right, alt-right in the last decade when they sort of get a bit angst. angst. Don't bring me
1: into it, man. Yeah, I am mean, yeah.
0: talking about Julian here, but um, you know about sort of the uh, modern television landscape and stuff. Mm. Imagine that was art that was my attempt at like, right. I need yeah, to find yeah. an angle. I'm going to become really <laughs> ableist and horrible. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. be that guy. Um, but um, so, what? When did you start music? Then was music something that was just you you what you picked up naturally as a kid because i'm always got i've just had a baby and i'm i'm doing that thing of i think subliminally trying to force music on her like i play guitar right. around her a lot and put it in front of her and just let her hit it with her hands
1: and no wonder she's crying all night (laughs) (laughs) but like i think it's shut up dad her first words are shut up i think
0: i i I think people are even musical or they're not personally obviously you can learn to a certain degree but i think you know it's, it's whether or not they instinctively want to do it so was it something you always wanted to do
2: yeah, I think I was like just like, fascinated by sound and, and just like I was going to say banging things, but you know, it could be taken out in context. Um, that's, why I was, that's why I was. Julian's encouraged...
0: obsessed with banging things.
2: That's why I was Love encouraged it, by my family to wank because they thought well, it makes a gentleman banging things. So it uh, must be really dangerous.
1: dangerous for you to wank <laughs> though, not knowing that you're alone or not.
2: I, well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't give away the Patreon special bonus. Uh, <laughs> right, what David I doesn't
1: say... know is that his camera is still on. Uh, right. at least um, he's
2: available on OnlyFans. I did say bo- I did say bonus edition, by the way.
1: Um, <laughs> but, uh... So, D- David, there's that. There's that thing that we we kind of it's um, kind of common knowledge. I don't know, but that your other senses heighten when you is lose that, one. Is that? Is that a myth? I've always thought that
0: was just what um, sort of people say to, I don't know, what's the word? I mean... uh
2: I think to, to, make make themselves, themselves to, feel to, to make themselves
0: feel better. Like, sort of, to try, it's, it's that thing where people, I think... Oh, quite well, don't, are oh, you
2: really goes again? Trying to wear me down? No, quite patronising <laughs> people, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying is, mate, the rest of your senses are absolutely normal, yeah? <laughs>
1: exactly. Mate, are good. you
0: deaf or what, Dave? We're trying to explain. <laughs> no, that thing of... You know, I think there's a lot of pa- patronizing language used. Uh, and I, I mm. think sometimes when people go, yeah, but, you know, but, you know, they've got better senses elsewhere. It's people trying to just be, yeah, uh, sound yeah. overly uh, positive. Well, it's... When actually, it's, you know, some, I'm sure most blind people are just like, no, I just, I just happen to be blind. It's a, it's a thing. Well, it's it's the thing.
2: I think there's certain things that people just say that it just becomes common parlance. Doesn't yes. It that doesn't yeah, really yeah. mean anything. No. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of like shortcuts language things like, oh blind oh I bet your hearing's good you know and, and that kind of thing and I suppose it's one of those um, but uh, I don't think it's necessarily that your hearing is better I actually think what it probably is is that you you're using your hearing more because if yes. you don't you're gonna crash into things and get and killed you know you, so, yeah yeah
1: yeah
2: you know it's I think it's just it's a not natural thing um, well it's weird how people can hold that opinion though but also mm. like sort of talk louder when they see you, the same thing. <laughs> hearings doesn't it? Like, what? You know. Yeah, yeah. The irony. I've like yeah. also, I've also sapped your intelligence as well. I take that as well. That's another thing that we've got as blind people. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. But the uh, the music thing just sort of came naturally, I suppose, to me. And it's not like I'm a virtuoso at the instrument or anything. In fact, I think. Uh, but it's just more that I was interested in it uh and then the folk music just came completely by accident when we were teenagers i was like seven i was 17 and there were three of us uh, in a pub uh sort of having a nice quiet illegal underage drink and um and then uh, what happened was there was just like this man just stood up and just started yelping and like launched into this song and we thought he's going to be escorted out by the landlord for this like shouting drunken nonsense and then everybody else around him just started joining in as well. And they're banging their pints on the tables and they're joining in. And then it comes to an you end. must
1: have what the fuck?
2: Well, yeah, <laughs> well everyone did. And we, the three of us did, and then the, everyone applauds. And and the and then the this guy says, oh, that was the sea shanty, welcome to the folk club. And we thought, what the bloody hell is this? And it was just a night where people sing without instruments, often unaccompanied, uh, without microphones. And they just share songs—songs songs of like you know, sing shanties or whatever, or songs that of industry nice or heritage—and yeah. tell stories as well, and just swap anecdotes and just tell jokes or just do whatever. Have and they not got, got Wi-Fi that in world, that so... pub.
1: No. Have <laughs> <laughs> you got Netflix so, in your town?
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> hey, they so, got okay. any
1: strip clubs around that area um, or what? Have you have you that sounds, seen? Um, that the... sounds really nice, actually, um, doesn't it?
0: Do you know TikTok? There's a sea shanty craze yeah. going on. It's one of the strangest things. Like every time I think I might go yeah. on TikTok, I just something happens makes me go. I am not ready to understand it. I'm too old, or just it's just not my remit. Like, but um, yeah, yeah back, apparently like now everyone's doing sea shanty duets. Which I for... know
2: what
1: sea shanty exactly.
0: So I, sea shanty is a style of, of song, isn't it? It's just oh. yeah. so
2: it's the I working songs of the sea. So it's yes. songs that sailors would have sung. When working, essentially. Oh. Um, but, but now TikTokers like are the doing <laughs>
0: But I don't know if they've yeah. changed the words to be about sort of TikTok or they're just doing. No, actual... no, I think they're
2: just sea shanties. Uh, but the weird, I don't know how, I think it's come from like these computer games. I think there's like something like Assassin's Creed or something ah. that has like sea shanties in it. And ah, it's sort of come that from makes that. Sense. And some friends of ours called the Longest Johns, who were a shanty <laughs> band, who were like on the the, the nichest thing ever. And would do with us they would do these like European shanty festivals and you'd like stand there in front of like you know you got like Germany or Holland when we first started doing it it was just for like free german it was just for free beer and sausage yeah and, um and, and and we would get there and sing these shanties. and we would be doing like work over the week, you know, like an office job or whatever. And we come back from Holland and the and the, on the Monday morning, and everyone would be saying, "Oh, what did you do? You know, I, I watched X Factor, I watched Britain's Got Talent, or whatever it is. We went shopping. What did you do?" And I would say, "Oh, I went to Holland and uh, and I sung sea shanties with a load of drunken <laughs> Polish people." Uh,
0: did you ever get yeah. the um, Did you ever get the ferry to nice. Holland? Have you ever done that? Oh, it's mad, isn't it? I remember me and my mm-hmm. mate um did uh we were just we were in Amsterdam and I it was we just got, it was such a messy little Amsterdam trip for me and my friend and then I, I was doing the opening night of the Newcastle stand to like the day like day after and rather than fly, we thought it'd be oh. fun to get the overnight ferry and right. just get am just got it was just such a bad idea. We just got drunk mm. and then got on overnight <laughs> ferry where we couldn't sleep, got to Newcastle at like seven AM. And then couldn't check yeah. into a hotel and like had to do Ooh. a gig that night. And it was just like, it was one of them ideas that sounded really fun on paper. But then the moment, yeah. you're, and it is nice once you're on the boat and it's nighttime and you're out, you know, and you can just get that sea air hitting you. It's lovely. But yeah. it's not, um, it's not, yeah, the rest of it isn't as romantic as it sounded. It's just a moody bar yeah, yeah. with like a little one casino table and stuff. And it's a bit grotty. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, so it's weird. I mean, that shanty moon for us because we've been doing it for 15 years. And now all of a sudden it's like everyone wants a piece of it. It's one of the most popular things on the planet at the moment. Yeah, yeah. It's like, caught the... so it's really odd, but it's also a bit of a kick in the teeth that, you know, we, we've we been doing this for 15 years and we've, for the last year, we've not been able to go out and sing songs <laughs> yeah. and do this. And now every bugger wants to hear it, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's like, we've been doing it. And everyone's like on TikTok and all these people who've mastered the technology as well, these teenagers, and now got these viral videos and like are getting all this stuff. And probably like some of them are like getting like, contracts and all sorts of stuff where they're going oh bloody hell we're completely it's almost as if someone and i suppose you must see it in the comedy world like an upstart so you think like i've been doing comedy all this time and all of a sudden they've landed themselves somehow this or like britain's got talent or someone and this, like, 17-year-old comedian or whatever is suddenly, like, the biggest thing, and you're like, oh, gee, hell, this is
0: ridiculous. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> is not. a bit of that. I'm, never, I'm not I'm not somebody who gets that bothered by, you know, so I, I don't... I'm, I've never really believed, especially in comedy, I've never believed yeah. that you've got to put the sort of hard graft in. I think some people, if they just get a lucky break, good on them, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah, folk yeah. music is a, definitely a different beast. Like, I remember, you know, I remember when there was that new folk period where, like, Mumford and Sons and all that came out, and, like, I, yeah. as somebody who liked... What I think of as traditional folk, you know, because I've grew up listening to a lot of Irish folk because of my family. And like, you know, to me, folk is not... I didn't see Mumford and Sons and that as folk. I felt like it was much... I don't know, it didn't feel like folk music to me. So I was very, yeah. I was like, fuck this stuff. And it's, I probably just sounded like an old, angry man going Well, like, the
2: weird thing is with the, with Mumford & Sons is that we, uh, did, so we again, we knew folk music for ages and we would do all these folk festivals. And then a folk festival said, oh, we're doing a big thing on Mumford and & Sons and how they've like, brought all of these people to festivals and how your fan base has increased because of Mumford and & Sons. And it was like this worshipping article about the Mumford <laughs> & and Sons. And we all had to do it. And um and I like was doing this like I don't know what it was, some sort of conversation or whatever. And I knew so little about Mumford and Sons I kept calling the Mumfords, the Mumford and Sons or something. <laughs> <The> Mumf- <laughs> and I was saying <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, Oh, I don't really um, know anything about, you know, like really about the Mumfords and Sons. And they were going, Oh, um Well, they must have, you know, they must have completely changed your, you know, your your, your credibility of what you do now. And I'm like, I don't (laughs) think so. I think we had a fan base before and I think we do a lot of unaccompanied singing. I'm not sure how that really resonates. But they wanted me to basically do and everyone to do this kind of kneel at the altar of Mumford and Sons about how we revolutionise things. But I do think,
0: yeah, because I don't think, like, you know, I think, I, don't, I think it's a bit of a false economy when people say, you know, but, you know, bands like that brought people to folk music. And so I don't think a bunch of 15 year olds listened to Mumford and Sons and then thought, right, I'm going to go listen to the back catalogue of Martin Carthy or something. You know? yeah, <laughs> I don't think there was much crossover. I think they very much stayed in the pop realm. Yeah. Um, I just realised it's weird. Let's not get too folky, because Julian's sitting there going, yeah. what the fuck are these He's two gone- talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> Julian's more of a um, a pop music fan.
2: Yeah, well, like the, longest, the, or... the, the, the longest, but the longest Johns is Shanty Band. Though they've now like gone from like just doing these festivals uh, for like free German sausage and beer to now like getting on the jumping on the computer games sort of bandwagon and are doing really well and they've like got a, they've had like stuff in their top forty of, the, of recent and uh, they've just been offered a record contract and you're like this it's is mad, absolutely it. crazy how something can just take over you know like that so yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's brilliant though it's it's great to see. Um, but it's just mad you know it's like when you wake up and you just sort of think how has this happened and and it, it can be very easy you just kind of like become overwhelmed by it because all of a sudden the very thing that you've been doing for 15 years is one of the most popular things on the planet but you can't go out and do it yeah you've yeah. got to stay in the house also it's just <laughs> yeah, being yeah. done in
0: a very different way that thing of yeah it's not being now it's not the idea isn't that it's you're sitting in pubs with a yeah. brown brown ale Singing yeah. a sort of old song about the sort of revol- the French Revolution or something. You no, know, yeah. it's going to be a bunch of young people sort of doing it in different. It I didn't good.
2: know you'd. I didn't know you'd seen us. You know, catalog I'm of a big
0: fan of your back catalogue.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: um, I watched the um. I watched The Voice for the first time in ages. Like, I, I've, I've I, the one thing I've found during lockdown is yeah. Like, i I've, I've started doing a lot of stuff that I used to really look down upon. You know, just like Well just like sort of that pop culture stuff. I've really started
2: getting I've really started getting into racism recently. I've always (laughs) sort of
0: (laughs) frowned upon it, but it's quite fun actually. You know, like arson, (laughs) just things like that to cheer myself up. But um but the voice is like I I didn't realise the voice had so many people going on it that were actual musicians. I genuinely thought it was a bit of a X Factory. You know, people <clears> just go on and just sing that you know, just do a spot. And there's loads of people go on and play their own songs and stuff. And it's actually, I've yeah. I really, I've really enjoyed it. I've realised I've hit that age. Is that hour, the one I mean.
1: where the chairs turn
0: round? Yeah, Tom. It's Tom Jones. Like yeah. I've got to say, the judge, there's a there's definitely a discrepancy of judges. You've got Will I Am, who is obviously, oh yeah, you know, he's a massive music producer. Uh, you've got Tom Jones, who's a fucking legend of popular music. You know, this girl called Anne Marie, who seems very nice, and she's like a oh, yeah. big hot oh, yeah, young pop musician yeah. now. And then there's also, but then they've got, um, what's his face? Ollie Mers, who is, um, I, I feel like he's a bit out of, he's a bit, you know, I don't, I don't know how he sits on that panel, but it's wicked. Yeah. Tom Jones is such a nice guy. And now and again, Tom Jones just sings an a cappella song, and you can see them all just going like, shit, man. His voice is still so good. Mm. Like he's not lost it, you know. Some you know you see like when when there's live like versions of songs done by musicians who were like you know people like Robert Plant and stuff back in the day who had big voices, Mm. and they always age quite badly. Their their voices just sound a bit wafer thin when they get older, and they haven't got the power in it. Tom Jones still sounds like a fucking foghorn. Do you know? (laughs) He's just got that big. I mean, he was around with Elvis, wasn't he? Yeah, he always bangs on about it, innit? It's just it's like a running joke. He always mentions that he was friends with well, I was friends with Elvis. And if I'm like, just <laughs> takes a piss out of him, it's like, yeah, all right, mate, we get it. You hung out a bit. We uh, get it. Hey, you're you're
2: old, mate. <laughs> I was going to do the shit as joke there. When you started singing, I was going to turn my chair around. And I realised how, <laughs> how stupid it would be because I'd be then facing, my back would be facing to you, but also <laughs> I'm wearing headphones. So it would then just pull the phone yeah. off the desk. Your <laughs> whole just laptop serious. just drags <laughs> across the floor. <laughs> so the joke wouldn't be that I was turning my chair. The joke would just, well, it would just seem like i just disappeared. Yeah. The room, joke would or, be that
0: you stormed off the podcast. We can now see your <laughs> ceiling.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, it's I basically it was a, it was just a funny thing for me to discover that I now I'm actually now a, a, a person that enjoys Saturday Night Television. All, although I mean- there's a thing called the Masked Singer, which I'd heard about. Have you? Julian, have you experienced? I've, a I've seen a
1: lot of it on um, on Twitter, and apparently, was it Lenny Henry?
0: Lenny Henry was in it. So basically, this is uh, genuinely the gist of the show for anyone who's only heard about it in you know. I genuinely only heard about it on social media, and I thought this sounds like nonsense, right? But basically, yeah, celebrities are singing songs, but they're wearing like big novelty suits. So and they. So it isn't names.
1: a mask. It's more like a dress. Uh, like they a look little like dinosaur. Some, or yeah, alien. yeah. So they look like something yeah. like, a, like
0: a. They're not uh, in like a, a little N ninety five.
2: Full. <laughs>
1: Just an anonymous
0: mate. mask. Um, <laughs> no, but they so and they sing and basically over the weeks it, uh, the best ones stay on and the other ones get booted out and as they get booted out they reveal themselves and everyone's got to guess who they are, viewers and the panel, and it's honestly it's it's fucking mental like. You can tell it's a Japanese game show. You know, a Japanese game show is notoriously crazy. Like, you can just see mm. that it was... Uh, it's, it's been it imported from Japan. And... Um, but, yeah, like, last night, one of them was Morton Harkett from AHA. Like, he's... He's
1: mm-hmm. so like, the lead
0: singer of Aha. Lead yeah. singer of Aha, and he just was—he was dressed as a Viking, wow. and it was just so—it's such a, tune a bizarre they had, show. Though.
1: Take Take on Me, what a tune!
0: One of the big—it's like it's been viewed. They—they they had a fact on uh, on the bottom of the screen when he was on it, which was like uh, Take on Me's music video has been viewed something like a billion it's times. He, it's on, when he
1: went into the comic book or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's one of my yeah. first
0: uh, musical memories. That song—that's genuinely like. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's you know, like is that sort of, I just I, I don't know I must mm-hmm. have been 5 or something 4 or 5 and I just remember hearing that a lot it must have Could you like...
2: do you could do a regular feature called your aha moment where every <laughs> guest who comes on says the first time they remember hearing aha uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you could have well, other well, doing the aha as well the whole thing here um the masked singer so it's got nothing to do with covid then obviously and like no, just wearing masks cuz that doesn't
0: it's a happy accident that.
2: and people aren't and people don't have to wear masks and sing because that would be absolutely terrible it would well, just no. be loads of people doing the crash test dummies chorus well this is the thing so <laughs> they're, they in,
0: they're inside these big suits but obviously the yeah. suits the suits are massive because they have to give them room to be able to sing properly so Mic'ed they're mic'd up well inside, inside right. the suit it's it's such a weird concept and wow. you know it isn't it's not one of them things you're going to watch and i basically i've heard about it on Social media, and I thought, "Oh God, man, this is the end of days." And actually, watching it was relatively entertaining. It's it like, oh, the I beginning
1: s- of new
2: days of TV <laughs> it's, for it's you. The beginning
0: of my favourite days. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's it's that. normally like really difficult to do stand-up now because it's just like you're getting into Saturday evening television. Oh, God, so. yeah. I've got nothing to <laughs>
0: criticise anymore. All the things I used to take the piss out of during lockdown it turns yeah. out I've really liked them. <laughs> this
2: is a new show on how brilliant Saturday night TV is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've ju- you've just discovered Ant and Deck. Absolutely brilliant. The I
1: TV mean, guide say, is your set list. Ant and Deck
0: are... The consummate professionals they are. They, I, I get it. I mean, they I'm are just... pro, aren't they? Oh, yeah, but I've, again, I've never really seen it. I've never really... But I've been out. I've been gigging every Saturday night yeah. for 13 or 14 years. Like, I've not... You yeah, know yeah. I've, I've, just, I've actively sought out not having a Saturday night off in over a decade. Yeah. Because I saw it as if I had a Saturday night off there was something wrong. So, like, it, it's locked... Like, sort of since last March. It's the first time I've ever just had evenings to just sit on a sofa and actually genuinely I do think I've been a little bit over the years overly critical of a lot of popular culture actually I totally get it it, fits, it, it serves a purpose
2: this podcast is going to completely change after the hundredth episode. It's going to be Anton, be. Well, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Julian did say to me about a month ago, "Should we try and get Davina McCall on?" Do you remember that, Julian?
1: And Lorraine as well. And Lorraine,
0: you want to get the right? I, I oh, yeah. thought, actually,
1: you... I actually emailed her agent. Which one? Both of them.
0: And what, what did they say? <laughs> no reply. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> well, <laughs> but if, they, if even if they did a. A cautionary scan of any episode in 30 seconds there'll be something that'll make them go my client is not going on that podcast <laughs>
1: or even replying to this email
0: <laughs> but um it's uh yeah i think I'll, i don't think we'll be changing tack too much just because of my new love of of popcorn television but um <clears throat> what's been your uh your lockdown uh hobbies or activities is there anything you've been doing differently since lockdown
2: uh there was well we've to the start of lockdown for some reason we found this app where you're like where you can like listen to loads of radio stations from around the world and so we found that really fascinating me and my fiance because it like all of when you're in i think it's because when you're in like a bubble and you're just in your own house it's really interesting to kind of then scan the rest of the world and see what's going on and radio gives you a real insight into that because like you know, like they're just doing what they're doing for their local community. So yeah. they're not expecting you to be listening. Yeah. So it's, it's absolutely crazy. Talking the about downstairs. the new
1: shop that's opened down the road. Yeah, or yeah. Something.
2: <laughs> but there's, there's The so new much...
1: Sainsbury's.
2: Well, talking of like sleeping, cause you were asking like how I sleep and stuff. And uh, one radio station we found is a radio station in New Zealand called Sleep Radio, yeah. that just plays like soothing music. So uh, oh, you get to your sleep. But the stupid thing about it is, it starts where you, you the radio It's got station. big
1: adverts every five <laughs> well, minutes.
2: It, it kind of <laughs> is like that. Because this guy comes on at the start and he says, thanks for tuning in to Sleep Radio. We're going to help you have a great night's sleep. But before we do that, I just want to ask you a few things. Have you considered donating to Sleep Radio? Because we can't keep this station going afloat by ourselves. It's due to the generosity of people like you. So get on the web, Putting
1: all these problems on you, all these financial (laughs) problems on you (laughs) to to,
2: to stare at your ceiling all night thinking about. This poor guy. If you can't donate, get on social media. Tell your friends about Sleep Radio. So and then he's like doing this, he's like, you can like, you can subscribe, we've got this and all this. So and much to like, think about. And it's like five minutes before he'll even let you go to sleep and it's just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Just so, shut um, up, mate.
1: Um, trying yeah, to get so
0: some... We... There's a brilliant uh, album made by... Does it, I don't know if you, do you know Max Richter, the composer? Oh, yeah. So he, yeah. he's known for a lot. He's done, if, but people, if they don't know him, will definitely know his stuff because he's done a lot yeah. of uh, film soundtracks.
2: He's done an album with, which is what you're going to talk about, with my semi namesake, David Eagleman. What's the
0: album Sleep?
2: Yeah, that's brilliant. That's done with uh, David Eagleman, who's a neuroscientist. Ah. and um, so they worked together on like the patterns i think like the brain patterns when you're asleep and he cre- and max, max richter created the music for
0: it it's so that brilliant sounds it's really interesting to me it's an, man. it's an eight hour album it's all on so you can just like you can have it on spotify it's on you know you can download it elsewhere so you but... gotta to listen
1: to that eight hours and then go to bed <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. um, but it's so you, the idea is you put it on just and when subscribe. you get into bed and the album is designed to sort of just follow an eight hour sleep pattern so like it sort of starts relatively you know it's it, it, you're aware of it, and it's there. And there's periods where it goes really low, and it sort of takes you through sleep cycles. And it cycles. tunes into
1: the, the proper brainwaves for the well, different stages of sleep. It's built, it's built
0: sleep. for like sort of sleep cycles. And, uh, but there's a documentary on BBC iPlayer about it, and um, that is uh, it, just, it just, they just go around and um, sort of interview people that have been to live yeah. versions of well, it. It was, where it was amazing. It's amazing. I watched the documentary, and it's it just, it's one of the. Even the documentary made me feel. So relaxed.
1: Bored.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well just bored you to death that's <laughs> kind of what I'm trying to do with this podcast no one knows who I am and I'm just like talking in there nonsense and hoping that people go to sleep if nothing else but the um, I mean,
0: if there are people out there sleeping to so this podcast they've got serious issues
2: they did a live thing on Radio 3 where they had like a load of people in beds uh separate beds obviously because that would really ruin the whole sleeping aspect <laughs> and they, it was really so well another show. 3. and at 3 o'clock in the morning they just started Shagging each other. It was really odd. <laughs> ah. you, know, you wouldn't get this on Classic FM. But um, <laughs> but uh it was it was really strange because like they would have people, it was an experiment, and so they'd have people in beds just trying to sleep while this uh while an orchestra were playing the uh, the music, and it was like all broadcast on Radio 3, yeah. Which oh, is lovely. really odd, isn't it? Because essentially the whole point of it is that you're not aware and the audience isn't aware that the music is really happening. So they've got this entire orchestra, and they've put beds in, and the whole point of it is, is for you not to listen to it. If you're listening to it, the whole thing's a failed experiment. Yeah. <laughs> Very odd. That's,
0: that's, yeah, that Sleep album, that the whole idea. Uh, yeah, it's interesting hearing about that, because like, it's that thing of, you know, it's designed that when you're asleep, it, it takes it right down to, like, just about audible. And it's it, the yeah. actual, It's a really nice album like to just have on around the house. Yeah. I recommend it to anyone <laughs> i find it it.
1: hard to even i'd find it hard to even lay down and put that on though like i need to watch something so i get so i get sleepy because i i mean there's loads of stuff on youtube isn't there you could put kind of sleep hypnosis on but even to do that i'm laying there my mind's busy you know what i mean right that makes sense yeah 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 yeah. i need to watch a, a a debate (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's, that's on, on his god real <laughs> <laughs> by sam harris and some vicar but um, <laughs> and, um but i'm just dozing off i don't know yeah um
0: no i'm a i'm a i like i like a i like total silence to sleep but like in and you the have a
2: child carl which sort yeah of- has ruined
0: that. Yeah, I, I mean, she, she's very much against that idea. You know, <laughs> but, you especially, know, with,
2: especially when you put that guitar in front of her. She's oh, you give off the bloody guitar at <laughs> three o'clock
0: in the morning. One thing she's recently discovered is, um, and this is such a hippie thing, but I've got a big, quite a, like a sort of large Tibetan yeah. singing bowl that I brought back from India oh. when i travelled around India. Like, And um, wow. and it's yeah. a beautiful thing. It sounds so nice, you know, and the resonation from it's really good. But I... Like when she was very young, like when she was like two months old, if I hit it, it made her cry because it was quite an intimidating noise. But I tried it again about two weeks ago and she just loved it. So I started playing it for her and she was so into it. And then she's now started to work out how to bang it. And um, it's really good actually because it's a very soothing noise. So, like, you know, kids are naturally they bang stuff, it can be quite an aggressive sound. Get them, teach them to bang really nice sounding things, and all it does is just make the sounds around your house. Oh,
1: better. They're nice those bowls, actually.
0: Yeah, they're really good, yeah, they and it also they're quite expensive here. Like you know, if you buy them here, if you get like, the, the size I've got is would cost quite a bit of money here. But I just, I got it in India. I got it out in the Himalayas, so it's well cheap. I did have to carry it all the way back to London. So,
2: I mean, that could be a little treat for the podcast listeners at the end. You could do a little recital on the singing bowl. Oh, the singing bowl. Wow.
0: That's a really good idea. I'll get it. I yeah. will tell you what I'll get it out for for the patrons. And <laughs> have a little special. We'll do a 1-hour yeah. special where I just play a, um a Tibetan singing bowl. Maybe Ju- Julie Julie Julian watches of- some UFC can- videos.
2: Yeah. He could just
1: do could some sing Omin. some Ariana Grande or something. <laughs> um but
0: yeah, it's um it's a lovely sound. I um have you ever have you ever tried because I could, the first time I tried I to play one it's very tricky.
2: And you do. You've got to keep the thing going with, by the airflow around it.
0: Yeah, you've got to. I mean, to, yeah, to play it. Oh, you've got you rub a, the edge of you've it. You've got, a, you? and it's got to be constantly connected to build the sound. Uh, uh-huh. But then you can take it off and bang and stuff like that. But. And you hey, can you get to...
1: different notes. Like the size of them would change yes. the key or the note. Would it? Well, I tell you what, I'd love
0: to have a go. Have you ever, have you ever seen? Uh, have you ever seen a hang a hang drum? Um, they're they're them weird ones that sort of they're, they're shaped almost like a trying to like like a ufo they're just like, a, they're like two <gasps> plates turned against each other and they're hollow and they've got little holes in it and you sort of hit different points and it goes like boom, 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 boom. and they say it's like, like, you always see hippies like there was like in bristol there'd always be someone playing it in a high street something with like some whiteies with, with dreads and like because yeah. they cost like a
1: grand oh, wow. yeah, trust a fairy and wow
0: but they um they sound lovely i've always wanted one but then I'd obviously I'm a bit worried about what I'll become if I get one.
1: Why don't you get on eBay, man?
0: I don't know. I think even then they're expensive. I do think they have come down in the last few years. Why
1: don't you but... go rob one of them street guys? <laughs> just go
0: bust up a hippie.
2: <laughs> Is one nut bong? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that would be, be a great article in the news, wouldn't it? Like, just about rob Beat up with his drum. For the <laughs> hang
1: drum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he got beat up by a snare drum in, yeah. South, well, um, in key... I don't know what keys
0: are. Because what instruments do you, do you just play? <laughs> keyboard, I
2: play keyboard uh, and accordion.
1: Accordion. And
2: Have so you I've, ever yeah. done that
1: on stage? A button accordion or on. anything?
2: Oh, yeah, well, I play, I play the accordion a lot on stage. And I've got a story that I tell, which is too long to do here, but it's a story basically where the only thing I need to do on the accordion is just go <clears throat> and just keep pulling it like that, because it's a time that I... Uh, it's a time that I had an accident. Uh, so it's time, basically, it involves me um, being stuck in the street at three o'clock in the morning, not knowing where I am, not knowing how to get oh, home, but being desperate for the toilet while wearing an accordion. Because oh, I'd just God. come back from a folk club and the taxi driver had dropped me off at the wrong house. Oh, and so I, I find oh, somewhere mate. that I hope is You
1: should is be able discreet. to sue him for that.
2: Well, I found somewhere that I hope is discreet, but then obviously being blind, my idea of discreet might be a bit different <laughs> to yours. And then I start going about my business and the clasps on the accordion come loose. Oh, and it just right. starts going, ar, 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 and sort of really bringing attention to myself. And I'm like panicking now going, what the hell am I going to do? Everyone anyway, looks so,
0: out of their window, you're just in the middle of the road, just pissing,
2: well, <laughs> playing accordion.
0: Broad
1: daylight shopping centre.
2: Well, I realised well, it was at three o'clock that I I'd, I'd pos- I'd position myself in someone's garden.
1: Oh, God.
2: And, uh, and the lights are, that's, where I,
1: that's where I was in, yeah.
2: Yeah, and it was oh, it was a terrible situation. But it involved me like running down the street with my cock out because I was because I was trying to <laughs> desperately get away whilst the accordion was still going.
0: <laughs> nice, that.
1: nice alibi. Yeah, yeah, your story. honor. <laughs> yeah, I this, I honestly, I put to the
2: jury this story. <laughs> I do this story on stage, and it's ridiculous because I can like I'm trekking around the country. And the only reason I've got the accordion is so I can just go rrr, 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 and do that. And I often don't, I do a gig and I don't even play a song on the thing. So I, <laughs> I, I lug this completely massive instrument around with me Like I puts my shoulders out and I'm like, and at the moment I'm doing, you know, like when I'm doing comedy, I'm like staying in youth hostels a lot of the time and stuff. And I'm walking to, you know, the gigs I went and so... I'm like lumbering this instrument around. And the only thing I do it is just so I can go for a few seconds.
1: (laughs) What are the main, what are the main difficulties? Like not being able to see
2: going like to a youth hostel or. Oh God. Oh, it's. Yeah. So basically you get in and often you don't know which bed is yours. And of course, how do you work that out? You look to see which one is empty. Snug
1: up next to some trucker. Well, the,
2: what I have to do
1: Some is. Some
0: poor to do, German like, student <laughs> gets you rolling in via accordion.
2: Well, that's it. Often I get in. You're dick I've out. Come, I've come back from a gig and everyone's asleep. Oh, God. So I get in and I'm like now having to creep around. And the first thing I do is I use my super hearing abilities that I've got because I'm blind to see. And uh, And I'm like listening in and so just hoping that they're asleep. And I'm listening in for breathing. But if I can't quite hear, whether it's breathing, I then have to do, like, this little pincer movement with my fingers to see if I can just get a little grope, just oh, to see shit. if they're yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're wrong. The... Yeah, exactly. And then I've got my <laughs> cock out as well, of course, uh, <laughs> with the cordon on. And uh... <laughs> it's weird. It's just, like, odd.
0: Oh, yeah. I am... Um... Yeah. But that's I've one never... of
2: the upsides to being blind. You've got to the alibi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So,
1: traveling around and stuff, I mean, I, I can't even, like, we moan about the travel and stuff with this job. And then you think about somebody who can't see, and it's like, you can't imagine it.
2: And it's really odd as well, because you just meet lots of odd people at that time of night. You know, if you're like coming back from a gig at 11 o'clock, or half 11, or whatever and you're walking through London or whatever, or whatever, and you just meet like drunk people who, I mean like one guy who said, um, I wondered, it was a youth hostel. It was like, I'd done um, two North Down, you know, the downstairs yeah, of the King's yeah, yeah. Head thing. And uh, yeah. there was a, there's a youth hostel right near there called, I don't know, King's Head Youth Hostel or King's Cross Road Youth Hostel or something. And this yeah. guy said, where do you want to go? And I said, oh, I'm, I'm looking for Kings Cross uh, Road Youth Hospital. I said, I'm following the instructions on, the, on my sat-nav thing here on my phone. It's just that, you know, when you start walking, you don't know if you're going in the right direction yeah, until yeah, it yeah. corrects you at the start. And that's all that happened. I'd have been absolutely fine, but this guy insisted on taking me. The only problem is he was really drunk. He heard the words King Cro- King's Cross Station and he said, I'll take you to King's Cross Station. Oh, and I kept God. saying, no, I don't want to go to King's Cross Station. He said, and he was getting more and more angry. saying, you said you wanted to go to King's Cross. I said, yeah, oh, what King's Cross Road you can What a pain in the arse. And then he said, because at this point I thought, I just need to get away from this guy because I, I could get there easier by myself. And I don't want some aggressive drunk guy yeah, like yeah, yeah. trying to take me. And then he says, I'm going to take you. He says, you stay there. I'm just getting my, pi- I'm getting a pizza. So I thought, brilliant. He's going to get a, He's going to go for this, to this takeaway, collect his pizza, which apparently was ready. And I'll just do quickly do a runner. Um, <laughs> and just hope I'm doing a runner in the right direction. Because if I'm doing that the wrong direction, know. I've then got to walk back. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm just ready. I'm formulating this plan. He's going to go and get a pizza. I'm doing a runner. At which point he goes, hold my beer. Oh, and so he gives me this can of beer and now i'm paralyzed with indecision because i'm like i can't do a runner with this guy's beer it's like too, feeling too british going oh I, yeah. got be beer now. I can't possibly do a runner i better so, wait
1: here for uh four hours <laughs> 45 would, minutes yeah. while he it'd eats it'd be impolite
2: <laughs> so i just waited while like, well, he collected this pizza and like five minutes later he came down and it was absolutely so like, he terrible. fucked off and got a pizza what's the matter with this guy when he was yeah, just man. collecting his pizza, he'd already ordered it, oh. seen me, he came out thinking he was being a really charitable person, but he was an aggressive drunk, and he kept asking everybody where for directions, oh, but when yours. they didn't know, he, they would go, oh, fuck you, man, fuck you. You, you, I don't even live here, and I know where I'm, you, I'm going more than you, and he was like, getting more and more, I'm trying to help this blind man, <laughs> you I'm trying to help this blind man, and like getting really angry, Picking and of course out. I felt that i was somehow to blame so i, I was like trying to apologize I go, oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry i don't really know the man he's like don't apologize he's an idiot and of this. and then we <laughs> finally make it to the youth hostel oh at one point he says when you're with me you're safer than jesus and i thought well he did get no. hung on a cross it's not really yeah,
1: the, uh... that definitely doesn't make you feel safe no, does no,
0: it. No, no, no. <laughs> the moment I, I, and again this isn't criticizing religious people or anything but plus jesus
1: know. did get killed on a cross yeah. so i but mean most... not what that means
0: <laughs> but most um most Christians don't really talk about it. You know, you know, anyone yeah, anyone who says to you, anyone who brings up Jesus Most Christians, when they're drunk,
1: uh, aren't
2: drunk screaming at people.
0: Exactly. That street. That's when you know, oh, this is going to be one of them. And ones, when he was, uh,
2: and when he was trying to get me to like, rather than just saying step up when we came to the curb, he would actually get hold of my foot. Oh god! And put it on the curb. But the trouble is that meant I was like balanced like this with my foot yeah, in the air. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how is that any more safer? So some drunk guy is now holding one of my legs in the air. Rather than telling me How did he up.
1: think you got about and you did it like <laughs> were you, you completely incapable before he moved him. your feet? <laughs> you. Well that's an question like,
2: one. I often I often wonder that because the amount of times people will say things like they will grab me and they'll take me across a the road. They don't even know whether I want to cross the road. They just assume I'm standing by the road that I might want to cross it. They take me across yeah, yes. and which I didn't even necessarily want to go across. And then weirdly they'll say oh you'll be all right from here and then they'll leave me and it's like <laughs> What do they In the middle of I the did. island, Spaghetti Junction. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's on a roundabout. Oh,
2: don't talk about spaghetti. You know what I'll start doing. Uh, but it's, it's just ridiculous. What do you think I was doing before this point? And what do you think I'm going to do afterwards? Do you think I'm just going to wait for the next person to sort yeah, yeah. Of grab me by the foot and take me along? Like
1: a relay <laughs> race of human pedestrians.
2: <laughs> well, we eventually found the hostel. And then I thought, brilliant, I can get rid of this guy. And he says, no, 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 no. He says, the first thing you need to do is fold away your stick. I said, what is this? You don't want people to know you're blind. They'll take advantage of you. Pretend you're not blind.
0: Oh, my God. And I'm like,
2: this oh is weird. If I... And then he says, "And I'm going to come in with you, and I'm going to tell them that if they start... anyone starts on you, they've got me to answer to. So then this aggressive oh. drunk guy comes into the hostel as my chaperone, and it's the <laughs> and he's got this beer, and it's a dry That's help hostel.
1: you don't want, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah. meant to be
2: drinking in this hostel. I don't know I but it's not meant to be... And so they say, can you put your beer down, sir? So he gets really annoyed at them. And then he reads them the riot act and basically says, I am this guy's representative. He is, he can see a little bit, He is not fully blind, and he is not stupid, and his hearing is bloody brilliant. And, that uh, guy's
1: dealing with his own fucking yeah, prejudices, yeah, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. He's not stupid. No one said he was, mate, <laughs> except for your your own brain. Oh, he
2: set oh. himself up as my representative, and I was worried, because I thought, this guy, this girl at the youth hostel, is going to ask us both to leave, because it yeah. seems, seems like i'm with him and i thought the last thing i want is to be chucked out by the youth hostel that i've paid for and i'm now on the streets with some aggressive drunk look
0: end up back at his back house It yeah, was all yeah. part of his plan
2: yeah exactly <laughs> anyway they managed to get rid of him and the only way i could get rid of him is because at one point while we were in the middle of the street i mean just as we descended this the darkest bit of the, uh, this alley where there's nobody there he says do you have money no. and I said I said, um, no I don't thinking that he was asking me for money I said oh no I don't and he said well I'm going to give you money then Not and he insisted difficult. on giving me money and I'm like no I wasn't asking he said don't be proud he says you said you didn't have any money I said oh well I said that because I thought you were asking me for money he says no no don't be proud you clearly <laughs> don't have any money and so he was like how much do you want 10, 20, 30, 40 and i was like two grand cash yeah, so yeah, please
0: 200 and qu- was wait, like, what's the max a cash machine can spit out at this time of night
2: yeah i'm like <laughs> i've just i've just performed for uh you know two north down for free i'm thinking this is absolutely pre- i'm gonna make more money from an aggressive <laughs> drunk blog outside
1: <laughs> i mean oh, he was gee. trying to help wasn't he as stupid as he was yeah yes. and it, yeah. it's fucking annoying i bet it
2: is yeah yeah Uh, Oh, dear. But uh, yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult to know what to do. And you kind of don't want to be rude to people as well. Because the last thing you want, like not maybe in his case, but when someone thinks they're being helpful, the last thing you want is to sort of be a bit rude to them. And then the next time they see a blind person who does need some help. So you almost feel like you're an ambassador for every other blind person that you have to be really nice. Because they've got all those blind people, you know. Yeah. Uh, which think, makes yeah. it really difficult because you know, like Chris is such a bastard, Chris McCallstone, and he's really doing blind people down and just surfing.
0: I suppose he, the the, the moral... he used to be
2: really he used to be really nice until so some comedian did some joke about the lights, and he was like, "Right, I can't I hate the world now." And <laughs> oh, I heard about that. Yeah, the
0: the moral of the, that story is like for people that want to help, you know, just don't yeah take
1: take direction they they would know how you can help them better than you would know think you are
0: doing it all right that's the (laughs) the long and short of it isn't it um we've got to wrap it up it's been very fun it's been uh i love the fact that we've
2: done this podcast and so far we've i I feel like there'll be still people at the end of it going i still have no bloody idea who he is (laughs) yeah
0: i mean that's normally the thing we never actually talk um about anything yeah but, but but normally
2: but normally you have people on who people know, so there is a slight difference well, You'd there, be surprised.
0: Uh, uh, Not all the we've... time,
2: to be
1: honest. I mean... Yeah. I can
0: get um... you Martin Simpson if you want him. <laughs> oh, I would love Martin I love that man so much. He's such a good... Uh... He's an amazing guitarist. That's is.
1: why we've got you on to try and get him. <laughs> yeah, it's a gateway. Yeah.
0: But, i can get you um... on the
2: deck if you like. Uh... <laughs> but people I want that.
1: Fight... I want your chaperone on. <laughs>
0: um You put you you do some videos and stuff online. You put you you're yeah, on, yeah. On, on social medias. Yeah, it's so, called
2: uh, it's called one blind man and a ball of pasta. And, uh, yeah. It's on it's on, it's on only fans. <laughs>
0: Porn hub. Exactly. Uh, but no, but you so people yeah. follow you online. And yeah, um,
2: it's very simple. At the David Eagle on social media, and I've got a podcast as well. So you've got like 179 five star rated uh, people. I've got a five, 100% five star rated record on my podcast as well, the David Eagle podcast, based on the six people. So hey, there you go.
0: <laughs> That's all right. So, it's, so the, come the, along the, and be number People seven. only look at the star rated, mate. They're not counting how many, <laughs> how many are putting it there.
2: By the way, I didn't count them one by one. It did tell me on the before you go in. (laughs) I'm like going, I want to see if they've got more than me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm a bastard. (laughs) Eight, nine, ten. Just constantly counting.
0: What's your podcast Uh, called?
2: The David Eagle Podcast. It's it's very, uh, very, very clever marketing.
0: And obviously, people yeah, if it's any online gigs where you're popping up, you'll put them on oh, your social media. By
2: the way, uh, if they want, there's one of the episodes. I can't remember what it's called, but if they just search the podcast thing, uh, one of the episodes is the actual, actual recording of that drunk guy that I was telling you oh, about. really? when oh, I was wow. holding his beer, well, you know, when you're recording, it kind of gives you a. I think I think they, like well, you know, like with um. Like Ian Beale or whatever, when he does those gangster films. I think when um he does the journalism, I think. Ian when Beale got does the...
1: gangster films.
2: Yeah, what's the thing? He does the reporting. Does it Ian Beale or he does the Who am I <laughs> thinking Beale, of? From... Ian Beale's, Ian from, Beale's from, EastEnders.
1: from EastEnders, isn't he? Yeah, Danny no, Dyer, who's no. From...
2: No, yeah. there's a there's someone who's in EastEnders who does documentaries about, like, gangs. Oh, Ross, Ross
0: Kemp. Oh, Ross Kemp, Kemp yes. But Danny yeah. Dyer also does some as well. E&B. Danny Dyer used yeah. to do those. And I think, there's a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I think there's a certain fear, like, the, your fearlessness that you get when you know you're recording. So when this guy said, hold my beer, a part of me thought, oh, I can't run. Well, I can record. So yes. I recorded it so you can hear that if people were that out one of the podcasts i'm definitely from, like, to it. i want to hear what his year.
0: voice was like um <laughs> yeah. so anyway so people can check that out they can find you online um yeah. and hopefully when twitter starts they can see you live um yeah.
2: And if you want some uh, blind related comedy, Chris McCausland is your man. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and the, it's you, you, Chris McCausland, you or that other guy, we can't that remember. We? I can't
2: believe I can't remember his name. I know him as I well. I watched
1: your set, actually, David, at Hot Waters. Very good, man. Very oh, funny. Thank you. I, I, so check that out really, as well.
2: I didn't really like that set. The problem with it, right, was because it's Liverpool. Not and every well, gig polite. that I'd done in Liverpool previous to that was, like, in front of really loud crowds. That yeah. was a great, respond. it was great, yeah. They just seem to respond to swearing and like some like of that, which Hot Water isn't like that because it's like a proper comedy club. Well, I didn't realise, so I just bounded on and I didn't even realise it was like the fully, like properly recorded thing. So I bound on, I made some joke about a paedophile or something, did some other slightly mildly dubious joke and then they did loads of swearing. And then they were, at the end of it, they went, oh, yeah, you can have that for YouTube. And they just put it on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, that's what represents me now. So it's like I'm a lot more sweary and kind of, you know, than I normally I'm doing that. But And I was probably quite nervous as well because I was just expecting to get heckled, which didn't happen. Yeah, so... yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you can check that out. <laughs> anyway, sorry, you said we've got to wrap up and I just continued. That's talking
0: um, <laughs> so, any other business from our RN Julian? Just thanks to our patrons who have signed um, up for thanks, extra stuff. patrons. we this episode,
2: patrons. Oh, we'll get someone who you know next time. No, it's
0: fine. would <laughs> be super, some of our some of the best episodes we've ever had, and a, And from our listeners have told us, I guess they haven't yeah. heard of, and it's just ended up being a very fun chat. So yeah. you know, they're not well, um, oh, they're not yeah. glory hunters, our listeners. They're just ah. they're good people who like to hear. <laughs> well, you'll love this one then, everyone. <laughs> um so there we go Th- yeah thanks for joining us it's been really fun man
1: thanks for coming and, thanks um, for been
0: fun, me. Mate. well hopefully we'll uh we'll gig together in the not too distant future when yeah, things are yeah. like back to normal
2: um excellent that's it make sure the lighting's right on the stage <laughs> <laughs> i'll make
0: sure i'll turn them off just when i come off
2: stage <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh uh. You on the guy in the green flares the stage, in the front like... right you're just going to grab hold of my foot and escort me under the stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, right. Thanks for listening everyone. See you next everyone. time.
2: Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: the
1: I've been I've been, been, I am in an alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right, bro.